Okay, uh, thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Dope Sick. Just got home with Junior. He went to go buy a pack of cigarettes down the street. Um, and uh, we just got back from Target. We walked um, downtown. And I felt like the Lord told me to buy him some clothes. And I'm sorry, I'm kind of a tightwad sometimes. <laughs> but I'm arguing with God, like... Yeah, but he just lost a whole bunch of clothes when he went to the refresh to do his laundry. Well, he got high then. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to spend money on him and have him go get, go, go to the refresh and then get high and lose his clothes. And it was crazy. I, yeah, I'm arguing with God and I felt like he was just like, just buy him some clothes. He needs to know that he's special. <laughs> okay. Um, so I spent like $200 on him. And uh, and he was so happy. Um, and grateful. And it was funny though. Because he was like. He goes. Oh. He goes. Um, Finally, an expression of your love for me. And I was like, what? And he goes, ah, just kidding. But no, it's like the child in him is seriously like, just like a child. And I know he's got a child altar. And, and I think, well, and he thinks so too now. And well, when we were on the elevator, too, I saw that child come out. I don't know how to explain it, because if people don't know what DID is, multiple personality, or doesn't recognize it, or has been around a lot of people with it, it's really hard to tell when somebody switches. But I know that I saw the child come out when we were on the elevator on the way back to the uh not parking lot, but the plaza. Anyways, but, um, and he is realizing that he has multiple, he's got, I don't know how many, but, um, and it's given him a lot of peace because he realizes, like, oh my gosh, this wasn't all just me, but he hasn't quite figured out, because some is demonic, some is, but it's like, uh, and it's, it's so helpful, because he will tell me some things that he's hearing in his head, and then we can talk about it, and this is the way it was when Melissa was uh, staying with me and she would hear her alters say stuff and then we could talk about it. It's kind of like having a conference call. <laughs> um, but his alters haven't really introduced themselves to to us yet. Or I don't know. See, I I don't know. I'm I can't wait till his session with Bob Larson because yeah. Um but there's just a difference between because a lot of alters can have demons so or usually do, but especially if they're holding bitterness and resentment, but at the same time um I, like a 
<sighs> Alter a personality does not... Like, okay, no. A demon usually does not talk about things like um, clothing or um, like, uh, oh, look at her. She's fat. Like, like demons don't, I mean, I don't think so. I don't think that they, they worry about stuff like that because it's more like they're just the accuser and they sit there and go, you're stupid. God doesn't love you. But altars can do that too. But like, I don't know how to explain it. And I'm not an expert or anything, but from my past experiences with Melissa and with other people that I've known with DID, like, the, yeah, demons aren't, like, about just criticizing things that a person would be concerned about. I, I don't know. Like, demons assass, assassin your character... And, um, well, I'm sure that they would do that about your looks, too. Like, if you don't like the way you look and you look in the mirror, I'm sure that, yeah, it's not surprising if if you hear voices saying, like, you're so ugly or you're not worth it or something like that. But um, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know. I don't know. I can't wait till his session. But... um, I'm just so grateful that Junior, he had just, he texted me a little while ago saying thank you so much for everything, but he's really like a child in some ways, and I just love him so much. It's just, I'm so grateful that he's coming to understand some of this, and he even, like, last night, he, um, okay, wait, two, four, five, okay, what? Um, what's two, four, five? Um, okay, uh, sorry about this. Um, anyways, yeah, so, um, I'm just so grateful because he's like, oh my gosh, it's such a relief. Like, because he's like, I just thought, um, wait, two packs, um, fine. Um, yeah, he's like, I thought that was me all the time. Wait, two, what? Yeah, two packs for five. Yes. Um. Yeah. Um. Oh, because he went to get cigarettes. I gave him a five, and they're three bucks on Alvarado. But he was asking if he could have get two for five dollars. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Um, um, yeah, I'm like, well, if you can get two for, two packs for five bucks, yeah, go for it, I don't care, um, 
I mean, not that I want him to smoke or anything, but seriously, smoking is like the least of my concern right now. <laughs> like, seriously. Um, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, I feel like God is really proud of him for the work he's doing. Like last night, you know, he was just, he, because I told him that when he hears the voices, because he basically has to be like a parent and, and, and be the manager of, or the, the parent and just say like, you know, when he hears voices like, you know, um, oh, I'm trying to use an example. Um, when he heard, um, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think of an example, like, oh, okay, so when, when I went shopping to get a couple of things, um, um, oh, oh, you, oh my gosh, oh, you eight dollars, I'm not keeping track. Um, okay, don't even worry about it. Okay, so anyways, sorry. Um, well, I wanted to read, okay. Well, I was, I was going to use an example. Like, he'll hear, like, something... Like when uh, I was shopping and he he was waiting for me and he was hearing voices saying, oh, she's so selfish. Like, she's not buying you anything. Um, oh, now he texts me. A person that smokes needs to support their habit. It's only fair. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> um... Anyways, um, yeah, so he's, he's telling me, like, he goes, I don't know where that's coming from because, like, I don't even care. He goes, I don't care that you're shopping. He goes, but I hear this little voice inside of me, and it's like a kid going, well, that's not fair. How come she's getting clothes? That, she does, she's being selfish. She's not even offering you to, to get you anything. And he's like, I don't understand. That's not me. I don't think like that. He really doesn't. He doesn't act like that. But he said that's the voices he hears in his head. And I'm like, that's an altar, dude. <laughs> like that. That's not. I don't think that's a demon. I really don't. Because, yeah, it's just. It just sounds like a child. You know, like a little, kind of like a little spoiled brat. And he acts like a little spoiled brat sometimes when that comes out. So anyways, um, I'm going to read this. This is Simple Soul Fragmentation, um, which is the most common type of fragmentation to find in the ministry room and is the least complicated. And this is what I think I had. Simple soul fragmentation is often over... Oh, this is from the book Ministering to Soul Fragmentation, Dissociative Identity Disorder, and Satanic Ritual Abuse by Karen Kotaritis. I think that's how you say her name. Um, 
Let's see. So simple soul fragmentation is often overlooked in fragmented parts as fragmented parts stay hidden beneath the surface and rarely present uh, and rarely present in a ministry setting. If these parts do pre- present, it is often difficult to discern the switching or presenting of these parts. The fragmented parts are often roots of anger, fear, depression, and other emotions that plague individuals throughout their life. Simple fragmentation is typically caused by less extreme circumstances, example, overwhelming emotions, not severe abuse or trauma. When ministering to simple soul fragmentation, the fragmented parts will not know the circumstances in which they are created and will not have trauma memories. This is not a denial uh, stronghold. The Holy Spirit will reveal these fragmented parts during the ministry session. To minister healing to these parts, connect them to the Lord and apply inner healing techniques. Now, this is what I think Junior had in this um, uh, dissociative identity disorder is a more complex form of soul fragmentation due to the extreme psychological conflict caused by the trauma situation. Um, the resultant amnesia and denial stronghold in the core personality and the deeply wounded fragmented parts created to deal with the trauma event. A denial stronghold, uh, a denial stronghold, where, where go? Is created when an individual believed they could not cope with or survive a trauma situation. For example, when a parent begins to abuse a child, the child may decide, "I can't handle this." In order to survive the event, the child's core personality essentially blocks the event out and block and looks away from the conscious stream of reality subconsciously creates a new personality fragmented part then says to the newly created part i can't handle this you handle it the newly created part is then forced into managing the pain and emotions of the trauma event. There is an immediate amnesia or forgetting of the trauma event in the core personality. The core personality of this child is now in denial and will resist attempts to accept the reality of trauma event because of their perceived inability to handle truth. The newly created fragmented part forced into handling the trauma typically goes underground and stays hidden for many years until the trauma memory and or emotions begin to surface, causing flashbacks of the trauma. And um, denial strongholds are common when dealing with early childhood abuse issues most children cannot handle extreme abuse situations especially when their caretakers are the perpetrators and will create a denial stronghold in order to survive however denial strongholds are not always present in early abuse situations A six-year-old who was raped by two men, both boyfriends of the girl's mother, was highly fragmented but aware of the abuse. 
At times when not presenting, the core personality and or fragmented parts may lack a consciousness of external life and lose time. This loss of consciousness is called a blackout. The core parts are the core and parts are said to be co-conscious when they are aware of external life even when not presenting. The blackout phenomenon adds additional complexity to the system. And then there's satanic ritual abuse which uh is what Melissa was, but um that's kind of a long uh a long yeah explanation there maybe i'll read that another time but but yeah so well i'm thinking now after reading that again i'm thinking maybe i did have a form of did or because i remember times where i'd have but see it was mostly when i was loaded and same with junior but when i would get loaded there was a couple times where i went through some trauma like even just turning tricks and I would dissociate and end up somewhere and blacked out. Like, I don't know how I ended up here. Um, So, I don't know. Um, But, yeah, I think that Junior, um, because he is really, he's been in denial big time for quite a a long time. Um, um, Let me see um anyways so um okay uh yeah i just um totally had a brain fart uh because i'm texting and i shouldn't but um yeah, I just, uh, I, I don't know, I, I know I had some, I, I think most people that turn tricks, you have to learn how to dissociate, because you, you hate it, you know, um, but, uh, yeah, so you kind of, like, escape and pretend you're somewhere else, or just go somewhere else in your head, and, um, yeah, but Junior has been in some great denial. Like, there's that part of him, if he doesn't want to hear something, he just, or if he doesn't want to believe something, or something is too much, he immediately goes, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to hear it, you know? Um, um, so, yeah, that's that denial part of him. But now he's actually facing his emotions and feelings and and you know, um I think he has like orphan an orphan spirit and maybe like um orphan and abandonment spirit maybe. Um because yeah, because, like, he said when I, oh, my gosh, my neighbor is playing, like, the most obnoxious, I don't know if it's mariachi, mariachi music or what, it's so loud, bang, 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 anyways, um, 
oh my gosh, it's, it's, anyways, um, I love her, but, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, sorry if I'm all over the place, because I'm just, like, that music is so distracting, um, and I'm waiting for Amazon, and Junior could come at any moment, and he needs me to open the door, because I haven't yet given, felt like giving him a key. It's coming soon, but right now, I, well, I told him, you know, faithful with a little, be trusted, you'll be trusted with more, you know, it's just, um, he really has, just in this week, he's really, no matter what he does, what mistakes he makes, I'm not kidding, he continues to go forward, and he's repentant, and he, he, like, and now that I know, or I'm pretty darn sure that he has DID, it just makes it a lot more e- uh, easily understood. Not not easily, it more understood. Like I can understand him more because I realize what he's going through, and then and because he's communicating and he's telling me like this is what, and he actually said he went home last night, and he told the voices, or, you know, the others, (laughs) you know, like, I know that you've been trying to protect me, but I need Jesus to protect me, thank you for your help, but, like, I need Jesus to be my protector now, and, and so that has helped, and it actually, takes a burden off of the altars, you know, especially the one that's the quote-unquote protector, and um, I don't know, if you, if anybody wants to learn more about DID, you know, this book, uh, I, there's a lot of other literature, I used to have a really good book, and a whole DVD set about it, and I cannot for the life of me remember what it was, who it was by, and this was before I relapsed before, but this one's, um, A Shepherd's Heart, and, um, but there are people that, uh, that specifically work with people with dissociative identity disorder, and there's a lot more people that have that than you can even imagine, like, seriously, um, I know a lot of people that have DID, that, um, and I really still believe that my dad did, and, and I finally came to realize that, like, okay, if you meet somebody, or know somebody, who, you kind of think they're bipolar, you know, up, down, up, down, their emotions are a mess, and then a lot of times, they will say something, like, they're gonna do this, or they're gonna go here, or they're gonna do that, and then they switch, and all of a sudden, they're like, I never said that, and, um, and, okay, Junior's here, um, yeah, and you think, this person is a freaking liar, you know, and, um, and it's not, it's because they switched, so, yeah, it's, um, I know it's hard to understand, but oh, here goes Maria's music. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, so 
Uh, um, yeah, all the way down the hallway. Um, yeah, so, anyways, I should end here because, uh, I will be way too distracted. Hey, hey. Uh. <laughs> okay, well, I will, um, be back. God bless. <laughs>